If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I'm your host, Todd Huff. I've had a great weekend out there. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show for those that want to watch the program live or on demand on Facebook. It is, uh, it's good to be here. And, um, you know, I set this thing. The software. I have a love-hate relationship with the software that streams here. You enter in the, you know, you, I, I type in some information into this platform, and then I send it out. Like I, I and it's supposed to go straight to Facebook. It erases it. So now there's nothing there because I wanted to talk about the war on police, which we'll still do. I've just lost my hashtags and so forth in the. In uh, the post on on Facebook, but there's this widespread war on police that is way that is raging in this nation. It is raging and it is being waged by. Um, I mean, th- th- I think there's different aspects and elements of this, but there is downright hatred for police in this nation. And you can make the case this is this has been true for some time, but this is being fed and amplified by the media, by the radical left, and I'm going to say this by athletes. And I'm not going to say every athlete, but I'm going to say enough athletes to where this has been this pot has been stirred vigorously by those who want to wear Jacob Blake t-shirts and show solidarity for their support of Jacob Blake in spite of all that we know about those circumstances. That is what these athletes decide to do. And so there was a shooting. You may have seen this. If not, I'll make sure that we get this up on Facebook posted by the L.A. County Sheriff's posted, let's see if I can tell exactly when this was posted, 11.59 p.m. on September 12th. And if you haven't seen it, there's a an individual that walks up to a parked patrol car in Los Angeles, walks up from basically point-blank range, fires shots, 
in the side window of the patrol car, striking two officers, a 31-year-old and 24-year-old. The officers were then taken to St. Francis Medical Center in Linwood. <laughs> that's not that's not where the story ends, unfortunately. That's not where the story ends because if you follow this stuff on Twitter, you'll find that the protesters, first of all, gee whiz, there's so much there's there's so much so many despicable components to this story. So you have an individual who feels justified in walking up to a patrol car and shooting two officers at effectively point-blank range or very, very close range, let's say that, shoots them, and then, of course, takes off running. Then you see people in the area. I think it's the Compton. Compton, I think, is technically where this took place. I don't... It's uh, just, just I, I've seen multiple, multiple reports. I've been, believe it or not, I don't know if I've shared this on here before. I've been to Compton. That sounds made up that I've that I've been to, you know, some little small town Monrovia, Indiana. Uh, I have a friend that lives in Compton. Great, great guy, great guy, good friend of mine in college. We went, uh, my wife and I went to his his wedding several several years ago. We stayed. Um, with his family in Compton, just a wonderful, tremendous group of of people. Just uh, lots of stories from that trip, but just tremendous people. And so I've seen I've seen Compton up close and personal. And there's uh, uh, so some definite, of course, problems in that part of the country with crime and violence and that sort of thing, but there's also tremendous people there. I know some personally. So, but it's still a very, very rough, very, very rough uh, neighborhood or part of of Los Angeles County. But so you have the incident that takes place and then and then once the once the cops begin responding you have people on the streets with their cell phones recording. In fact, I've I've seen one. I think I retweeted it last night. If you want to see it, it's on our Twitter page. But there's a guy, and it really, to me, it feels like it, it reminds me, especially this time of year, it reminds me of those radical Islamic terrorists and the way that they were celebrating after the fall of, or after the the towers were struck on 9/11 by those by those terrorists flying those aircraft on September 11th 2001 there was celebration there was absolutely celebration amongst radical islamic terrorists or those who are sympathetic to their cause celebration dancing in certain places around this world cheering clapping that happened on 9/11. In fact, Trump often gets uh Trump Trump is criticized because he talks about a group that he saw on television in I believe New Jersey or somewhere in the New York metro area celebrating and dancing on the roofs and of course there's there's no footage of this. Trump says he saw it. I don't know, but I mean it's it's not out of the question 
that that sort of behavior took place because that is what we saw from those who are cheering the destruction of this country. At the time, it was radical Islamic terrorists cheering around the world. This individual, this man who was recording police responding to the scene where two officers were shot and at one point in time are both in critical condition. I heard this morning that they are expected to now recover. But both officers, both officers are, were at the time, uh, their, their lives were in, in jeopardy. Their lives were in question. And so cops were, police officers were responding to the scene and people were recording People were recording this on the streets of Compton, and one individual, and there could be more. I just found this one. I saw someone retweeted this. I can't play it on here because he uses um, the N-word about 46 times, and that may not be an exaggeration. But he he kept talking about – I mean it, it felt like he was cheering it on. Like he, he was – he found this humorous and funny and just – Kind of they got what they deserved sort of thinking is what you got from this individual on the streets of Compton um, as two cops lay wounded. Perhaps it could have been at the time mortally wounded. Again, they've since recovered, and it's my understanding they expect them both to survive and, and um, you know, fully, well, I don't know, long-term term damage, but they expect them both to, to, to recover but at the time, that really, you know, obviously wasn't known. And there was a feeling of celebration. On top of that, on top of that, the feeling of celebration in Los Angeles County, just at the scene of the, at the, scene of the shooting, you also had a group of protesters that went, to, that went to the hospital where they were taking these two officers. And people were cheering, we hope they... Die. They blocked the entrance and the hus- and the exit of the hospital emergency room. This is again tweeted by the LA County Sheriffs. So they blocked the entrance and the exit of the hospital emergency room, chanting or yelling, We hope they die, referring to two LA sheriffs ambushed in Compton. In fact, the county sheriffs tweeted out, Do not block emergency entries and exits to the hospital. Should that ever be something that has to be tweeted? Should that ever be something that has to be stated to the general public? Don't block entries and exits of emergency rooms at hospitals. Folks, the amount of hatred and division that's been stoked here is absolutely reprehensible, is absolutely inexcusable, and there is plenty of blame to go around. And the blame, I'm going to tell you, goes towards the leftist or goes by, in some cases, the, you want to take the, the, the famous term, useful idiots, that further this stupid sort of message. People have now been, in their minds, justified, justified to take this sort of action. I remember LeBron James tweeted back in May. After, I'll get the tw- actually it was either, it may have been an Instagram post. It may have been an Instagram post. Um but one it was on social media. And he made the comment on social well, he he made the statement. He he wrote this on social media. 
that police are literally hunting black men down in the streets every day. That's what he said on social media. If that happens, when that happens, where that happens, that's absolutely reprehensible, inexcusable, evil, and perpetrators, people who do that, need to be held accountable to the full extent of the law. That, to me, is a comment that should be accepted and embraced by every human being. Likewise, likewise, if you're an officer and you're being hunted down by lunatics like what we saw on camera in Los Angeles County in Compton over the weekend, that is literally they were they were hunted down. He walked up to the side of the patrol car, didn't give any any uh, any indication that he was about to fire a weapon until he decided to fire said weapon. Now there's a manhunt for this guy. But as I watch this unfold and I ask myself which side which group here in this argument is actually inciting this sort of behavior? Who is actually the problem here? Who has stirred up enough division, enough hate, enough fear? Who's misrepresented stories? Jacob Blake, for example. Michael Brown, for example. Who's done this? Who's done this? They have created a scenario whereby these individuals that take these egregious acts of evil, attempted murder here. This is attempted murder. I don't know what they charge this in Los Angeles, Los Angeles County. But this is attempted murder, my friends. This is 100% attempted murder. You walk up to a parked police car. You pull out a handgun from very, very close range and fire weapons through the side window of the vehicle, striking deputies um, in the, I believe it's the head, up head, head chest area, I believe. You strike them in that vicinity. How is that not attempted murder? I mean, what in the, but I don't put it past these folks. You know, just, just as you see charges that are being filed um, against some of these police officers, you look at this, especially when you see the totality of the evidence. Well, we don't see the totality, but we see we see a little bit at first that looks really bad, and then you find, like with with uh, the incident up in uh, with George Floyd, there is the original video. Now we see the other video, the officers' uh, body cam video changes the story quite a bit. Once you see that video, turns out that's what evidence does. When you get a different part of the picture, it can change perceptions. It doesn't mean that suddenly the, his kneeling, the officer's kneeling on George Floyd's neck is excusable or not. It just it simply means that there's more to the story than we were originally told, and it changes. You know, you look at that in regard to the charges. What is it? Second degree murder, I believe, is the highest charge, and you see. You see what George Floyd was doing, how he was resisting arrest and all of that sort of stuff. And suddenly you begin to ask yourself, and, you know, is there any way possible that that's really what this was? This could have been a bad, uh, a bad mistake by the officer. This could have been, a, you know, something that is completely inexcusable by the officer. 
but it's not exactly what they painted this out to be at the beginning, which of course is one of the reasons why I just was, again, have said, wait, you know, it's, it's innocent until proven guilty. We've, we've lost that notion. We've lost that notion in this, in this nation. But if you look at who's encouraging this sort of stuff, inflaming the sort of behavior, it is people in the media. It is people on the radical left. It includes people who are athletes and saying some of the things they're saying, making it sound like what we saw on video over the weekend in Compton. LeBron James makes that sound like that is precisely what we saw on video is precisely what happens to black Americans across this country. And once we look at case by case what actually happens, that is not. If it is, then there should be absolutely the same consequences that this individual faces. Those are it doesn't matter who's being targeted. If this is if this is the behavior, then this needs to be stopped and it needs to be dealt with in accordance with the the full uh, you know strength of the law. Instead, what we're doing is we're we, this nation, the media, the radicals on the left are stirring up so much dissension and so much fear that they're actually creating a situation where this is justified. This is celebrated. People are blocking entrances and exits to hospitals so as to keep cops who are shot from getting treatment. Reprehensible and evil, and this needs to be dealt with. I've got to take a break. Continue our discussion on this. When we return, you're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Folks, what is so hard about this? What is so hard to be on the right side of this? It's not complicated. Actually, of all the things and all the universes that can be talked about today or in these next, what is it, six weeks now, I guess, until the election, of all the things that could be discussed, this seems to me to be the most simple and straightforward that we could have. We don't want circumstances, situations where law enforcement is acting in ways that are not justifiable or legal or moral or ethical. Shocking, surprise, surprise. We also don't want situations where people are stirred into a frenzy, where people are justified, justified. We have people that are justifying this, creating circumstances whereby people feel justified to walk up and shoot officers in a parked patrol car just sitting on the streets of Compton. Now, I'm not going to say that hatred for the police is a new thing in Compton, but I am going to say that that folks who have hatred for the police are now emboldened. They are empowered and emboldened by the things that they've heard 
in media, from politicians, from athletes, quote unquote, those who are now role models. I just saw the 30th, I think it was the 30th anniversary right around now from where Charles Barkley came out and said, I'm not a role model. I'm not a role model. Unfortunately, people have made athletes into, look, anytime you're in the limelight, anytime you, uh, people are fascinated with your abilities and you have, you know, you're, you're viewed as a celebrity of some sort, you're going to have people looking up to you. And I, I both agree and disagree with what Barkley said. I agree that, in fact, if you read his, his full comment back in the day, he said that, um, that you know, parents, you know, don't, don't expect me to parent your kids. I'm here to play basketball, basically. I'm here to, to do what I need to do to win on the basketball court and to, to help my team and to, you know, give the fans what they want. That's not synonymous with raising your child. That's your job, parents. That's kind of what Barkley said 30 years ago. And I, again, I agree and disagree. You, you can't be in these positions as a LeBron James or a Charles Barkley or whoever, James Harden, Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook, whoever else, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, whatever sport, whatever athlete. And expect and and think that I don't have any uh, that, that I don't have any influence over the lives of the people that that follow me. That that's of course in today's world, just simply living in a fantasy world. That's not how that works. But at the same time, parents need to raise children. They shouldn't let their role models have too much. You know, they need to find ways to have a positive impact, influence, direction over their over their children. Because now if you look at this stuff that's being said, I need to pull the LeBron James social media post here and I'll do that. But if you if you read these tweets, if you see the actions, I mean folks, you turn on an NBA game, which I I'm not doing. You turn on an NBA game and you look you, you watch five minutes. It is the Black Lives Matter movement, the the NBA is now effectively Black Lives Matter. The NBA is now effectively BLM. They might as well co-brand. They might as well take the Jerry West logo off and put the Bl- Black Lives Matter logo on. That is where we stand in the NBA. And I'm not sure that the NFL is far behind. Maybe the NFL is even... Eh. Maybe it's ahead. I don't know. They're painting things in the end zone. I don't think Black Lives Matter. I don't believe that's on the field, but there are phrases that are Black Lives Matter approved. And, and honestly, if you read some of the phrases, it's on face value, something that you can, I think we could all agree with. And I can't remember what they are offhand, but maybe like end racism or justice for all, something like that. But when you realize that they're being used to fuel a movement, to fuel a movement that's being led by radical Marxists, that's being used by others to justify the shooting and wishful, they're hoping that it kills officers. When that, you realize that's at the root of this, suddenly 
suddenly this has a takes on a different shape. And yesterday was what well, I guess last Thursday was the first night of the season. I watched a grand total of zero snaps yesterday in the NFL. Do not care. Sickened by this stuff. I heard that players stood for the Black National Anthem, which whatever that even means. I I, I thought here I am living under the notion that we all as Americans had one national anthem. It's kind of what I thought. And, um, you know, people then kneel for the the regular national anthem, the, the, the actual national anthem. I've said on here, and I'll, I'll say it again, I think somebody needs to kneel, kneel during the black national anthem at the NFL football games and when the, the commotion that it causes, you know, when it hits the fan, so to speak, they should say, no, 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 I wasn't being disrespectful <laughs> because that's not what it's about, right? We're not, it's not about being disrespectful as they've told us multiple times. They're not kneeling because they're against America or the flag or our troops or any of that stuff. And that's what I'd say. Look, I'm not against any of this. I'm not against the, the black national anthem. I'm not against any of the words. I'm not against any of it. I can't believe you would even assume that my kneeling during it had anything to do with what it symbolizes. No, 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 no. I thought I I'm confused here. I thought I thought that none of this was even related. You see, the reason I'm kneeling during the Black National Anthem is because I want to bring attention to and then you could fill in the blank. You could say I want to bring attention to the number of black babies that are aborted each year or I want to bring attention to fill in the blank. It doesn't at that point it can be some other issue because it doesn't have to be directly tied to that. But to act like these athletes don't have any any influence or any that they're they they hold responsibility for help helping to further stir this pot and they're 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 living in a bubble, right? In in the NBA, they're, they're in a bubble, like a physical bubble, but also a metaphorical bubble. They're applauding themselves. They think that they're making real headway and in, in, in fighting for social change. But if you really look at it, if you really look at it, what they're doing is further stirring the pot to where now, and again, I'm not blaming them. This individual in Compton that shot the officers made it his own personal decision to do this. But I am saying this. They've created a scenario where they've allowed things to be misrepresented from Jacob Blake to Michael Brown to whatever, to where LeBron James says that every day black men are hunted down in this country. To where if, if that's true, if police are hunting black men down, as LeBron James says, then suddenly that sort of behavior, that, that individual that shot those officers was really preventing crime, right? If, if you follow that line of thinking. And suddenly it's justifiable. Don't tell me that they have no impact, that they have no influence, that they have nothing to do with stirring up this justification that we see for actions taken against the lives of officers. And the cheering and the blocking of emergency room entries and exits and so forth, despicable, reprehensible, evil, and it has to stop. Quick time out. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute.
Welcome back. Again, I don't understand what's so hard about being on the right side of this. I don't understand. I do understand from the political perspective. I'm simply saying, I'm simply wanting people to stop and think, how can you be on the wrong side of this? How can you be, I mean, really the wrong side of this either is one of two things. You think it's okay for law enforcement officers to do whatever they want, even if it's just or even if it's not justified. I know literally of zero people who believe that that's true. I talk with lots of officers. I know of, of, of a grand total of zero who would say to me, who have ever said to me, Todd, we should be able to use whatever means necessary whenever we feel like it. Now, they will say we should be able to defend ourselves. They will point out that it's not always as easy as you think, and that's obvious to me. In fact, you've seen, I saw actually a video recently of a of an individual who um, is, is part of the, I, I think, Black Lives Matter movement or maybe some other group where he's just, you know, out there calling for officers to be fired who use deadly force. Well, he, he agreed to go through the, the training, the training where, you know, you would be an officer coming up on on a circumstance or situation, and then you had to decide, you know, what you were going to, how you were going to react to, you know, to to what the uh, individual you had stopped to question was doing, and he failed the test. He actually, in one of the scenarios, had, was shot and killed. Of course, it was just a test, but he failed it, and that's because that's because it's more difficult than us regular civilians can appreciate. It can happen in the blink of an eye. It doesn't justify an officer just going in and, you know, jumping at and not following protocol or not, you know, just, just going in with an abusive mentality. If and when that happens, that officer needs to be dismissed and face the consequences of his or her actions and in accordance with the law. No one is saying otherwise. But I'll tell you what some people are saying. Some people are actually saying things that are encouraging people to take up weapons and harm officers. There's a, a now a movement. There's an actual movement of people, at least in Compton, who are cheering this, folks. I've seen the videos. They're actually blocking entrances to emergency rooms yelling i hope they die so the two officers are shot suddenly people think wow let's run first of all they cheer they're laughing in the streets video in this talking about oh man they they got what was coming or whatever else they were saying on these idiotic videos then people People, I don't even, I don't even know if there's any leader to this. It's just assumed, hey, the next, the next best thing is to go in to block the emergency room. They know where they're going to take these wounded officers, these critically wounded officers. Let's go block the entrance to the hospital. There are people who legitimately are saying things that are fueling the behavior. I'm not saying it's being called for directly. 
But when you say that people are being hunted in the streets because of their race by police, police are hunting people based upon their race in the streets every day around this country. Suddenly someone responds like this. One has to think, well, if what is uh, what LeBron James said in that circumstance is actually true, then suddenly you can begin to see why people justify this. I don't know what's so hard to be on the road. This is this is this is elementary to me. How simple this is. This is a simple situation. Law and order must be maintained. Law and order must be maintained. And and folks, that is not what's being encouraged by many in the media, by many in sports, by many and the Democrat Party, the leadership, those who hold office. And you begin to ask yourself the question, why? Why? Why do they want this tension and outrage? Why do they misrepresent things? Why do they tell us a narrative that's been disproven? Why? And when you begin to realize, when you begin to follow the line of thinking, and the only explanation is that this has a political, uh, creates a political and or personal advantage to them. You could say, you know, it, it helps sell media or stories and newspapers or whatever, viewers, or it helps their political cause, their movement. <clears throat> I'm reminded of Alan Lichtman. I'm reminded of his, um, you know, his, what? how many, were there nine or 11 uh, things that he uses, scenarios, circumstances that he uses, and he makes a judgment on these nine scenarios leading up and uh, up to the presidential election. And if, if, depending upon how he he grades each one, then he predicts which person is going to be elected. And one of those areas is is there civil unrest? And if there is civil unrest in the country. It helps the person who's not the current incumbent. So civil unrest in this country would, according to Alan Lichtman's presidential model, help Biden. And when you realize that this is that everything is political, you can begin to see that this it, it's sickening and saddening to say. And look, I know some of some folks believe uh, the narrative. They, they've been deceived by people, the professional deceivers amongst us. So I, some folks are just – they just don't – they don't know the truth. And they're spouting off about things they don't really know much about. But other folks, other folks deliberately lead us down these paths because it helps them politically and or personally. And that, my friends, is the rep- – that is the very definition of – reprehensible evil and that's exactly the sort of thing that this nation was designed to uh, try to prevent against you know with with our founding is is people that are trying to accumulate and abuse power in, in reprehensible ways and that's that's what we're witnessing here that's what we're witnessing and some folks are gleefully rubbing their hands together about this and i've seen them i've seen them in the streets uh, and and I think we would be surprised some of the places we see folks realizing behind closed doors how much this they believe this helps them 
politically until it crosses a line, until it crosses a line. And we may be at that line now, which is why the Democrats are wanting to push back on this a little bit. Sickening stuff. Got to take a time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. Look, I want to be crystal clear here. The person who's responsible for this is the person who walked up to the officers and pulled the trigger. That is the person who is responsible for this. But I will say this as well. And and, I, and when I say Democrat, I'm talking about the party leaders. I'm not talking about the rank and file. Although there are certainly people in this country who have <clears throat> taken to the streets and protested and made accusations and allegations against individuals that simply were not true. And sometimes it's been done intentionally, and sometimes it's been done out of out of ignorance. Again, the most obvious example is the latest uh, situation with Jacob Blake. But you could go back to Michael Brown. I mean, you could pick any number of, of circumstances. But the individuals, individual responsible is the one who decided to to take that act of violence and evil and pull the trigger. But, but we have created a, an, an environment now in this nation where we have so, where so much discord and anger has been, has been created here, targeting police in general, defund police, police are pigs, whatever else they say. Defund, dismantle the police. Look at Minneapolis. People are justified. They believe that they are justified in taking these actions. And what rhetoric, what leadership is responsible for that? This is straightforward and very, very simple. I'm not blaming all Democrats. I'm blaming certain Democratic leaders for having a hand in stirring up this hatred and dissension, especially when you realize it's for political and uh, personal gain. Pathetic is what it is. That's what that is. Absolutely pathetic, inexcusable, and those folks need to never, ever, ever be elected. If they're in office today, people should vote for their opponents, and they should never, ever be able to you know, hold high office ever again. So type me back in just a minute. You know, again, this is this is spiraling way out of control. This is nationwide. This is, of course, we're six weeks out from an election now. This is, I, I, this this is again as as I've said before. And I, I even hesitate to say this. I don't even want to say this, but folks, we need to be prepared for this sort of thing, this tension and animosity to continue. I hope it's not in this respect. I just mean in general, as we move toward the election. 
And it's, it's, it's sad because what we're doing is we're ignoring truth and justice all at the expense, well, just for the purposes of political and personal gain from some of these yahoos and jerks out here. Folks, I gotta go SDG. See in a few.